Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners and we answer them right here, right now, every Monday in your ears. And occasionally, actually monthly, at a live show. In person. For your eyes as well. Mm-hmm. And depending on, I guess, I guess, like how weird you are in your mouth. If you like really just like have your mouth open, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you just the whole time we're talking, just hoping for a little bit, a little bit of that air that we're exuding. And depending on how much we're exuding, maybe in your nose, maybe you'll smell us. Yeah, it could be a whole five cents experience. Well, don't touch us. (laughs) No, don't. But I will say, guys, 16th of March, Black Sheep Cocktail Lounge, 730 us free show come on out yep every third thursday of the month we will be doing this show for as long as they let us until they realize that hey we can't have two men on stage talking about come this much i don't know i i locked eyes with the person who organized it and did talk about tetris blocks fucking a man so if they didn't cancel us then it's true there's no reason they shouldn't have ever let us come back on but they are very excited for us to come back on so Mm -hmm. Take take that for what it is. Now, it's very possible that the tables are already sold out by the time we hit Monday, because I think we booked out half the place last night alone, but you should check anyway. And there's also standing room, and I kind of want it to be even more of a party than last time, and last time was quite a party, so. Yeah, standing room, bar seats. There's we, we, We'll do your best, our best to get you in there, um, but it just goes to show. You got to get on this early. If you want to come check us out, you do have to book a table early. Otherwise, you might miss it. You have to wait till next month, and that's sad, because we don't want you to. No. All right. Speaking of getting in on things earlier, I'm going to get in on this question right now. Okay. This is by Hey, It's Octopus. I've been lying to her for half a year. So I've been dating a girl for almost six months now. When we started dating, she expressed a lot of interest and told me she loved me. It was like two weeks in, so I told her it's normal to have these feelings. We should take it slow. In general, I didn't want to define anything for a bit so we could get past the honeymoon stage. Fast forward to now. We've been meal prepping every week. We're both healthier and happier than we've ever been. Every weekend is exciting. It's new to me. It's new to her. We visit each other's families now. We've met each other's friends. We still get butterflies when we're around each other. There's absolutely nothing wrong. But here's the catch. We still haven't established our relationship. She's been pressing me about it jokingly, and I've been telling her we don't need titles because what we have is special. Truth is, I've been telling everyone she's my girlfriend for a while now, and everyone in her life refers to me as her special friend. I just wanted us to earn it officially and didn't want to just ask her because I felt like it. Anyway, I drew a picture of her for Christmas. I'd stopped drawing for a while, but managed to sneak in some time. I'm going to make it official, and she will be my first girlfriend in seven years. My question is, should I ask her in front of her family or do it in private? Any tips? I'm kind of nervous. All he could think of is, like, you ever see those, like, I think they're TikTok videos of a guy who, like, draw, like sits people down, like, sets up an easel, and then when he turns it around, it's just like a like a circle with a stick, stick arms and legs coming out. And just like It's just a really bad drawing. That's all I could think about for the rest of that question. That's all I can hope. It's one... Very strange that you're like, hey, let's take it slow. Let's not rush into things. Also, I'm going to tell everyone you're my you're my girlfriend. Yeah. Strange. It's a strange move because I feel like if that is, then there's the, the like compounded with the, uh, the idea of you being like, I, I don't want to just ask her. I want to earn it. 
the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things that really stuck out to me. It's like, I want us to earn it officially. Didn't want to just ask her because I felt like it. It's like, what? That's that's how you do it. There's not a panel that's like been judging you. The second you meet someone, they've been watching. They've been rating. They've been judging. And it's like until you get that official, like some guy walks up and puts a badge on each of your like shoulders. No, you do ask because you feel like it. That's literally that's it. how it's done. That's that's why you. But do no, it instead he lies for six months, tells her he doesn't want it to be official, while freaking out about how to make it official, and also telling his friends that they are official. And like the funny thing is, is presume like you guys, for all intents and purposes, are boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> like yeah, you guys, you guys are dating, and like so, it is just a matter of semantics. And I guess like that conversation of being like. We're not going to see other people. We're in a a monogamous exclusive relationship now, if that is what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, To answer the actual question, the real question, the question that is being asked. Before we get into that, can we just talk about how I love when people like quantify their relationship and they're like, oh, we live together or like we see each other every night or, you know, we talk to each other before we go to bed and before we wake up. You know, there's the list and a lot of the list is, I would say, standard, right? But meal prepping is very important to this guy. (laughs) Uh, hey, he's also healthier than he's ever been, which is great. Yeah. Fast forward to now. We've been meal prepping. It's like, whoa, shit, you guys are serious. I love it. I find it actually very charming and adorable. Yes, it is very cute. Don't ask this person in front. Don't ever ask an important relationship question that involves just the two of you mm-hmm. in front of people. Yeah. I think it is it is tacky at best and embarrassing at worst. Yeah. And also, like, no, just don't do it. It's you and her private time. Maybe even don't do it in the middle of a fucking party or anywhere where, like, if for some reason things go wrong, she then has to deal with people. Do it, like, a normal time where there's no pressure and you're not, like, putting her out. Yeah. Make a nice dinner, have them over, and and explain your situation. Be like, hi, we've been dating for a while now. I really like you, and I would like to make this official. I would like to be your partner. Boom. Keep it simple. Again, don't work we've talked about it a thousand times don't come up with a big flowery speech because you're gonna fuck it up it's gonna come out as gibberish and gobbledygook because you're or it's gonna come out rehearsed both of which are are not a good look no and don't like ask her hey what are we don't do that don't put it on her when you're the one who's changed your mind exactly especially because it seems like she's already tried to make it official at least once so yeah just be chill. You guys have been together. You sound like you're doing really well. And really, this can't be more serious than meal prepping. It really can't. You're pretty much already married at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So don't don't ambush anyone in, about like important relationship dynamics or changes or anything really important at all in front of other people because they will feel obligated to give the most acceptable answer. Yeah. Which is usually a yes, regardless of whether or not they actually mean it because one they don't want to embarrass you they don't want to make it awkward for everyone around so Mm -hmm. they're gonna feel almost obligated to be like yeah sure that's great my parents are gonna be so happy i'm i'm happy when there might be more conversation to be had than uh you know what is typically allowed in that like maybe they want to clarify some things maybe they want to talk about having a poly relationship things that might not fly with the the dynamic of the family so do it privately private matters should be private do it do it in a comfortable and safe environment Mm -hmm. this comes from jamar bunch of numbers my girl wants to show her friends our sex tape i was with my girl early morning so she can take her test and she passed it so i got her bagels to celebrate 
Oh, we started talking about our sex life with our friend next to us, and she was like talking about showing our sex tapes to our friends. And at first I felt uncomfortable because I never dealt with this before, but I don't know. How should I feel about this or what to say? She said she would cover where I was included in the videos, but I don't know how to feel. <laughs> One side of me doesn't care, but another side of me doesn't want to be judged. This is my second body, meaning I had sex with two people. Okay, that's a weird way to say that, my man. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. With AI lately, it does feel like we're rapidly approaching the future. And I was like, damn, we've gotten to the point where we got two bodies now. We're just swapping bodies. And second serious relationship. She really is a great person and I love her with all my heart, but I don't know how to handle this. Does anyone have any input or advice? Because I don't want to make her mad or anything. P.S. I'm 20 year old or I'm a 20 year old male. and She's an 18 year old female. All right. So one of the questions was, how should I feel about this? Yeah, I don't get to answer that. I'm sorry. Yeah, You do. You have to. He asked you. Uh, you should feel about it. How your heart desires believe believe in your heart listen believe to your in heart the, the truth the heart of the cards and what are the heart of the cards telling you it's blue eyes white shame oh no uh <laughs> like i wouldn't want this i don't think it also is weird to be like oh i'll cover the parts that you're in if she wants to do that why doesn't she just ask if she can give her nudes to her friend i guess you know what i mean because yeah. presumably the parts with you in it are the point so, like, that's just a weird lie. Yeah, like, I, the only thing I think of is, like, it's a, a POV situation, and maybe it's, like, you know, the camera is just on her, like, maybe missionary or something, and you're not seeing insertion, and it's just, you know, maybe, like, waist up. But at that point, yeah, yes, like, like, just show pictures of your tits, I guess. <laughs> like, really, yeah, that's, right? what, that's what's being shown. Um, what if she's a really good visual effects artist, and she can, like, edit him out and, like, fully replace him with, like, a Tetris block or something? What if he only fucks while wearing one of those green morph suits? Mm. Uh, that's Easily why she's so confident. Yeah, 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 it's like, don't worry about it, man. I, I can key you out, no problem. You are always wearing a green screen full body suit. The only problem is he will just be like a floating dick. <laughs> hey, the dream. Unless he has green condoms, in which case, completely invisible. Mm -hmm. Or he just has a morph suit around his dick, too, and for forwent the condom. Yeah. Or it's under the suit. Either way, don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's take a minute. Well, I'm sorry I mentioned that, guys. If someone out there was like, this has awakened something in me, it shouldn't. Don't yeah. don't go in bare morph, okay? Yeah. I was going to say, if you want to wear morph suits, well, fuck it. They're pretty much just shitty gimp suits. Mm -hmm. But yes, don't don't use the morph suit fabric as contraceptive. No. Ugh. Oh, man. I'm so distracted by that. I imagine also a sensation that would not feel good inside no, you. No, my vagina hurts. I don't even have one. The idea of showing a sex tape, I would only ever want to show someone a sex tape if I was also in a relate like a sexual relationship with them and the mm. other person. Like yes. if if we were in a poly situation or if we were going to have a threesome and we were already like kind of getting going and had maybe already slept together at least once. I think it would maybe be fun to like share those kind of videos. But again, in a controlled environment where they're watching it on my phone and certainly not being sent to those people because I wouldn't make a video with someone I didn't trust explicitly. Yeah. And even then there's a risk, you know, things can go bad. Of course. But like when something gets sent, it, there's nothing stopping that from being sent on. No idea where it's going to go. And whatever. And I think Dane raises this point occasionally. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. And I yep. think if you aren't absolutely thrilled and titillated and like into this idea, it's a no. So I will tell you how to think. No, it's a no. Yeah. This isn't the kind of thing you're 
gray on or lukewarm. This is the kind of thing no. you need to be 100,000% into. And honestly, it's kind of a weird move. So I would say, say no. For your safety, for your partners, like you're young and we all make dumb decisions when we're young. And unfortunately, the way of amateur porn and leaked nudes and revenge porn, etc., goes, it's always worse for the girl. So yeah. it's like, you know, you, there's still risks for you, but like, I don't know. I would just say it's the kind of situation where unless this is exactly what you want, it's a no. Yeah, you need to, essentially, the way I look at it is, would you be comfortable with those people seeing you naked? Would you be comfortable with those people having naked pictures of you? And would you be comfortable with this video becoming public domain? Mm-hmm. If you are not comfortable with any of those things, you shouldn't let anyone other like anyone else see these things. And yeah. I would also say... I don't know how much you trust your partner, but someone asking for like, this might be a asking for forgiveness. Right. Like I, now that this has been broached, who's to say they're not going to like get drunk one day, feel a little silly and show them anyway. Yeah. So I, I think at that point I would ask those videos to be deleted off Mm. their device. And if you want to do it again, only put them on your phone. So you have 100% control over it or, don't make the videos anymore. Yeah. But yeah, you need to be sure that you can trust this person. And, you know, 18 year olds aren't fully formed yet in, <laughs> in the trust sphere. I don't know. I would just be hesitant. But you know what? They did ask. Maybe you guys are just maybe she's very sex positive and communicative and open and stuff. And I hope that's the case. And I hope that you figure out what you want. But again, unless it is 100 percent full speed ahead. Yes, I want this. I would say no. Because you can always send them later if you decide you want to, but you can't unsend them ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I would not. All right. This is throwaway bunch of numbers. My boyfriend wanted to watch a show together that he used to watch with his ex, and I refused, but now I feel guilty. It's a throwaway account because he knows my man. I'm on mobile. Sorry. Situation is not complicated, but I'm very guilty, and I don't know how to handle it. Yesterday, my boyfriend, 23-year-old male, we've been together for two years, and I, 20-year-old female, we're about to have dinner and we're thinking of what to watch. He suggested we start this anime he's already seen and thinks I'm really going to like. I said yes. He became so happy and enthusiastic. I was happy to make him happy, but as soon as I started playing, I recognized the anime because he talked about it to me before. So for context, I struggle with retroactive jealousy, which I'm working on in therapy. And I'm definitely better than I was a while back. My boyfriend has an ex. He dated five years, oh, four or five years before me. They bonded over anime, they met each other in anime-related stuff, and also have both played volleyball. The anime he wanted me to watch is literally about volleyball. He'd been telling me we need to watch it, but I always refused, saying I didn't feel like it, because I knew he wouldn't be able to separate it from his ex, and I would feel bad. But this time, I couldn't stop it on time, and he was already playing. So I just stopped it and told him the truth that I feel uncomfortable, and asked if he and his ex had watched it together, and he said yes. I asked if we could watch something else, and he looked very sad, but obviously agreed. And I feel terrible because he looked so happy when I agreed to watch it. And I feel like it could have been something we've enjoyed together. And I ruined it. I feel like telling him to give it a second chance. But I just feel that if he wasn't going to think about his ex before while watching it, he definitely is now. And that makes me extremely uncomfortable. I have no problem with thinking about his ex like in general, but I'd rather it not be while we're cuddling on the sofa. You know what I mean? I know this might sound like a stupid problem, but I feel very guilty about it. Should I drop it or ask him to watch it together? Any advice is good. Thank you. You know what? I would approach this question much differently if they didn't say that they were working on this in therapy. The fact that you've clocked it, you're actively working on it, and the fact that you communicated it once you realized that it wasn't as good of an idea as you thought it was originally, I think you handled this pretty well. Yeah. 
right? Like I, you did all the things I would have suggested you did or, or suggested you, you should do, you know, yes. you like, it's not a great situation, but no, it could means. have been so much worse. Yeah. I, I think you know? this is, is a very, very healthy way to deal with jealousy. I think there are some things you could probably tweak here and there, but I think the idea of being like, I know this is something I, I struggle with and I'm working on it. And also when it came up, like the most important thing was you had to be like, Hey, I'm going to stop it. Cause most people I think would either get really weird and like start a fight, mm-hmm. like find a reason to turn this into a fight. Yeah. The explanation or, would come maybe never or after the fight. Yeah. Or it would be a knee jerk. Like you, like you just miss your ex. This is blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like it would be very easy to like turn that into a really shitty situation, but I think it's really mature to be like, Hey, sorry. I know you watched this with your ex and I feel like I'm just going to correlate the two things and I'm not going to enjoy it because of that. And I think that is a, a a pretty fair thing to do. Like if I, I, and like, I don't even necessarily think it's an unreasonable one. I think if I, Uh, I think it's a little unreasonable to be like, Oh, you watch the show, your ex, like we can't do it. Like, We've talked about jealousy before, and we've talked about how it's not the feeling it, it's the how you act on it. That's the issue. Yeah. And you make really good points about how they're feeling it and they're acting in a way that's pretty good. But like, for example, if someone if I was with someone and they're like, we can never watch the show together because you watch with your ex, I wouldn't really want to be with that person. No, if they, well, here's here's the, if what they I did like, it. Okay, you you say. What I gathered from this was this was a show that was very important to the both of them. Right. Well, and so it was very much a part of that relationship where it was like they were anime nerds, they were volleyball nerds, and this was like their show. So I will say this show is pretty big. So it's not like it's a very niche show. So it would be almost like being like, oh, we watch Breaking Bad together in a way. Um, and I'm hesitant to accept how important it is to them based on her jealousy. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. So I, I think that like if if there is precedent that this was like like their thing mm-hmm. and you have you have a reason to believe that like you know this was an a fairly like integral part of what they did together or their relationship or whatever i don't think it's completely weird to be like ah this was like your thing so like you can still enjoy it by all means if you want to rewatch this anime rewatch it all you want i just don't know if i will gel with the i like you know i like i get it I, again it's not i don't think it's the best option i don't think it's yeah. the best way to handle it but I think with knowing how you process things and knowing that this is the way that you work, I don't think it's unreasonable to be like, hey, let's pause it. Let's let's pump the brakes. And I don't want to do this because I know how I'm going to get. Yeah, I know. It Like to me, it's one of those things where it's like you're never like if you guys watched it, I very much doubt he's thinking about his ex or at least in any positive or lingering or like powerful way. It's probably he's just watching because he really likes it and he wants you to watch it. And like by doing that, you're almost replacing that memory. You know what I mean? Like it could become your thing. I don't think anybody does this and goes, well, well, this is now me with them in the past, not here with you. Whereas the opposite happens if you're like, no, this is you and them. I think you really kind of like hang a lantern on their relationship and you like almost it's like when someone dies and you leave the room, and you don't touch their stuff. You're kind of making this show a shrine to them. Yeah, and that, I think that's I think they are right about the fact that like oh now that I've done this I don't know if we can ever watch it because well I it will I be, don't agree I, at all I think you okay you did the thing 
And was it perfect? No. Did you handle it pretty damn well considering your issues? Yes. I think we can both agree with that. I think that's really good, right? You felt the jealousy. You dealt with it in a pretty, pretty good way. I think if you go, hey, you know what? I thought about it. I realized like I overreact a little bit or like, you know, I don't want to take this fun thing away from us. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like cool about it and explain it and sit down and aren't weird. I don't think they're going to care. I think they'll probably be happy that you can get over your issue. I think me personally, if I was the dude in this situation, I would be uncomfortable now. And not because I'm thinking about my ex, but because I would be worried pretty consistently at being like, are they just doing this for me? Are they super yeah. uncomfortable? Are they enjoying it? I think like I, I would then be like, nah, it's all right. So I think what you're suggesting is a valid point. This thing is like if someone is willing to admit like why they felt the way they felt, take some time, think about it, come back and like be open and honest and communicative about it. I'm definitely willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and move on. And I think if it goes well, that's a huge stride forward for them and me. And I would hate to shoot that down and like fuck that progress. Mm -hmm. A lot of this comes from like I had a very jealous ex who definitely did not do any of these positive things and never made any strides. It's like if she had, I would have been very willing to work with them. I think what it comes down to is despite I agree with you. I think if you if you can get to a place where you guys can watch this together and this can be part of your healing. Fuck yeah, do that. But I don't think you should let your guilt on the matter and how, you know, sort of sad he was that he couldn't get to share this show with you to rush to that point. Yes. I think that I think- you need you need to be 100% confident that you can watch this show without getting fucking weird because you'll it'll just compound the negativeness of it. So keep t- bring this up in your next therapy session, talk about it, talk about how you do want to share this show and hopefully your therapist can give you some exercises or some things to think about and to work on so that when you are ready and you do need to be ready to mm. watch this show with him, you can both enjoy it and you can reassure him and be like, "Hey, I talked about this with my therapist. Here are the things I've worked on. Here are the things I've I've like, you know, realized. Here are my epiphanies. Let's do it. I'm ready for this." Yes, I think 100% do not watch this show if you are not there, if you are not 100% okay. I definitely don't do it just because you feel bad. And there are ways to work around this. If you feel really bad, but you know you can't do that, maybe be like, hey, I'm sorry. And again, I think owning where you're coming from and owning that you're, you know, if you feel bad about it, it, it's going to be nice for them to hear that you feel bad about it. Just be like, hey, look, I am really sorry. I didn't mean to do this. I know it was something you're excited about. And then float a positive idea, like being like, hey, is there a different anime you think I'd like? Let's make our own memory. That's a pretty positive workaround. And with you kind of admitting where you're coming from and being humble and like, I think that's just going to be a good situation all around. And maybe you'll get to the show or maybe it'll never come up again because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Ultimately, I think this is a a good situation in terms of uh, potential. I think you have a lot of a lot of the foundation and building blocks to to make sure that this isn't a big thing. Is he bummed? Yeah, probably. Is he going to care? I assume not. I assume he's like, he was excited for it. He really wanted to show it to you. It didn't work out. I'm sure there is something else that you guys can watch together that, that it'll be fine. Like I, I, you're good. Just make sure that you're making choices based on progress and confidence and not guilt. Cause I think the second you start doing that, you, you get into messy territory. Yeah, it was probably less that specific anime than like having your enthusiasm shot down, 
having your jealousy rear its head because obviously it's been an issue and those things you know what i mean rather than that specific anime that specific night so if you move on if you're positive if you guys get to share his hobby together um and his interests etc and move forward and you're admitting to the things you're doing and moving on a positive way that's gonna be a fucking flash in the pan and and it'll be a moment of of growth instead of this issue so like don't think about it too much in terms of this specific anime, but more like the issues that surround it, which you can show aren't that bad by moving on in different, more positive ways. And also, let's face it, like he might have been bummed, not because you didn't want to watch the show, but because you were feeling uncomfortable. I know that like I mm-hmm. I'm a pretty empathetic person. And if my partner feels bad, I tend to be like, oh, damn, like that sucks. I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel jealous. Yeah. I don't want you to feel Especially uncomfortable when you're trying to do the opposite. Right. Yeah, so like, I don't don't put too much weight on this one show, as Nile said. Just let that moment be what it is and be what it was. You handled it very well. If it, if it went down the way that you said it went down, so just you know, pat yourself on the back and move forward. Keep talking with, to your therapist about it, and you got it. I, I believe in you. I think you have the the frown or the groundation. Wow, Whoa. the groundation. I keep wow. trying to. I, first, I tried to say framework, and I said frowned, and then I said yeah. groundation which I meant to say groundwork. Mm-hmm. We just, I just mixed them all up. And now groundation is my, yeah. Groundation is my new word. This come from kiss my axe. Whoa. Is it wrong for me to get upset if my boyfriend watches porn while I give him head? As of late, my boyfriend has been watching porn while I give him head to help him finish. I try to give him all my efforts. I can when I give him when I'm giving head. I told him it makes me a bit upset because he didn't used to do this before. So what was different now? He would tell me what would feel so good to him and what wouldn't. I took mental notes so that I could make him feel good. So why does he feel the need to watch porn now? He justifies it as the same way I use my vibrator to help me finish. Am I wrong for being upset? If you don't want to do a thing, you don't have to do it. And that includes letting your partner watch porn while you go down on them. You know? Yeah. Um, that's And that's it. So it's like, no, are you wrong to be upset? No, but like, don't do it then. You know, I wonder, I really hope this isn't the case, but I'm not entirely sure it isn't. Is this a play that he's doing because he is jealous of your vibrator and doesn't have another way to like act on that? I hope Mm, not. Yeah. But like, unfortunately, knowing the world and having done this podcast for almost four years or more than four years, because who's keeping track? I wouldn't be surprised if he was upset about your vibrator. It's like, how do I get back at her? This is it. This is it. This is I'm going to do it. The old um, porn I th- ploy. I think it is. It can be fun to watch porn while while in intimate moments. But yeah. as Nell said, if you're not feeling it, if one person isn't feeling it, then it's it's the same way as like literally anything. If yes. someone isn't enjoying a, an aspect of an intimate relationship or a sexual activity, then it's it's not good, and and we, and you shouldn't do it. I also don't think the vibrator porn comparison holds up. No, not as I'm sure. It's, Two different I'm sure things. if this dude fucking listened, he'd be like, oh, so she can use her vibrator, but I can't look at porn? And because, like, during the vibrator, the vibrator is an extension of that sexual act. Yeah. Whereas, presumably, if you're watching porn, you're not connected to your partner anymore. No. You're you're connected to a third party, which mm-hmm. are the actors on the screen or whatever's happening on the screen. Yeah. And presumably, you're probably imagining what's happening on screen to be happening to you and are currently just using your partner as a sex toy as opposed to using a sex toy with a partner. Yeah. If you're doing it consensually and this is a thing you're doing great, but like it is a kink, right? It's like anal play or whatever. It's like, you can't just be like, Oh no, 
I have to fuck you in the ass because you use a vibrator, right? That's not how it works. You can't be like, oh, I need porn now. Like, it is a specific sexual act. And if people aren't comfortable with it, which I understand, because it could be kind of demeaning to be like, you're not enough. I need this, like, mental and visual stimulation. Mm -hmm. And I, again, yes, you could feel insecure by being like, oh, you're not enough. I need this vibrator for, you know, physical stimulation. But there is a difference. And a lot of that difference is, for example, the orgasm gap, which needs to be closed. And let's face it, the female orgasm is a lot more complicated based on, like, there are multiple ways to achieve it. Yeah. Like, if you can only, if you find that you can only orgasm through clitoral stimulation Mm -hmm. and you're currently having sex, some people find it hard to coordinate clitoral stimulation with sex. Or depending on what position you are, it can be difficult to get a proper, like, to be uh, effective sexually while doing both. Some people have Mm -hmm. trouble with that. I know for me, I tend to like either do one or the other really good because I end up focusing on one thing and realizing, oh, I I stopped thrusting. My bad. I was just, I was really enjoying what you were doing and I was was making sure. So it's like, I get it. And I love, if if you require clitoral stimulation and you want to bust out a vibrator, and I mm-hmm. don't have to do the like rubbing your head and, and or rubbing your belly and patting your head <laughs> maneuver of keeping a, a good, you know, thrusting rhythm while also yeah. giving you the, the rhythm of what like, you need on your clit. Like if I could skip that and just yeah. focus on one thing and be really good at one thing, fuck yes. It's a if cheat all code. My, if all my arms are back in the equation, I'm going to be better at thrusting. You know what I mean? And I will yeah. say I do love the manual stimulation. I like to do it. There are certain, you know, you get those positions down where you can nail it. But, like, there are times you're in certain positions or certain places or you're working on shit and it's like, a vibrator would be very handy right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, but that's the thing. It's a tool. And often you could be the one using it. You know what I mean? So it's very different to just being like, I need to watch porn. And also it's like, if, like, mental stimulation is very different to physical. Yes. So it's like, you're saying your partner isn't doing it for you mentally as opposed to being like, oh, I need... You know, it's it's not the same, dude. I'm sorry. Get no, out. It isn't. Uh, so ultimately, as Niall said pretty much right at the beginning, is if you don't enjoy this, tell him. Be like, hey, I'm sorry. I don't enjoy this. If you need reasons why his analogy doesn't work, we just gave you a bunch. But just tell him, like, hey, I'm really uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I am not enough or I'm inadequate. Mm-hmm. If you need me to do something or if you want me to try something or if you'd like to, if, if there's a particularly hot blowjob video that you like watching, maybe I can recreate some of the techniques there. Again, that is not something you need to do. If it's mm-hmm. something you want to do, by all means, but let them know and be like, hey, I feel a little neglected and a, a little degraded and, and used when all you want is my mouth and to disconnect from me entirely. Like this mm-hmm. is a sexual experience. I want to be connected with you. I want to do things to you. If you need dirty talk or something, then I can say filthy things to you while I'm, I'm giving you a hand job and, you know, get you closer to, to yeah. the end of the race and, and figure out what you guys can do together. I think that's a very good thing that Dane just said to combat. If again, this is what's happening, him being like, well, I feel neglected when you use a vibrator or I feel blah, 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 because like you're not imagining yourself in this other scenario necessarily. You're still there with them. And it's like mm-hmm. the vibrator is just part of it as opposed to if it's like and you're using it together as opposed to if you're giving someone a blowjob and they're looking at porn, they're using you. Yes. And I think that's the best way to 
combat that kind of fucking rhetoric. And yeah, again, like a good partner, if something's not working, will let you know how to change X, Y, or Z. Again, not that you're required to do those things, but you should work together. So if something's not working to get him off, hopefully you can talk and hopefully porn isn't the be all and end all where he's concerned. And if it is, and you're not comfortable with that, new relationship time. We've also completely, you know, ignored the fact that, like, this dude just might straight up have a porn addiction. And it's so deep in the paint in that, that he literally requires it now to finish because he's so, uh, you know, it's the same way as, like, some people who, like, can't have sex without getting drunk or, you know, Mm -hmm. can't can't get through the day without getting high or, like, things like that. Like, addiction is addiction is addiction. And porn addiction is, is very much a legitimate issue that a lot of young men and a lot of men in general suffer with so if that's also the case like you might need to broach the subject and be like if you can't finish without watching porn then either we need to work together and figure out what you actually enjoy and what you actually like so that i can i can do that for you or we need to address your porn consumption because if you if you're so deep in it that you literally cannot come without porn then that is a you problem, my dude, not a me problem. And it's pretty bad if they're doing that and kind of blaming you and your vibrator. Like, that's even worse. He's like fucking fielding his problems onto you. I mean, that's that's kind of how it's, a lot of people deal with addiction, right? Like, it's I know, so, but it just means it's shit. <laughs> yeah, shit's no, for sure. Shit just can be. Right, give me one sec. I just I'm going to wake Freya up. I think she's passed out Uh-oh. in her class about to start and <laughs> feel bad. I got one more question for you, Dan. This is by Spurious Sonari. Sent my gift early to my long distance partner. Now her dad's pissed. I'm a 29 year old. <laughs> I don't know what it is about like anytime like there's a dad involved in a question. I just immediately uh, I shouldn't laugh because I know this is going to be like a terrible thing now. Now that I've laughed to make myself look like an asshole. Yeah, the gift was poison and the really kind pony that she owned. No, uh, sent my gift early. Dad's pissed. I, 29-year-old male, partner, 23-year-old female, have been in a long-distance relationship since 2020 when the pandemic began. After that, we've been collecting stuff to help us survive long-distance relationship. So far, the best we have used is the nipple suckers and clit vibrator. For Christmas, I bought her a thrust machine since she's been wanting to try something new. When the parcel arrived the other day, her dad was the one who received it and sadly opened it because I wrote the wrong name. My partner and her dad's name are spelled alike. That's probably why I got it messed up. I wrote... Devian instead of writing Devian. When my girlfriend came home, she immediately called me, told me her dad was pissed. I kept nagging her about the gift and asking many questions. Now, I don't know if her dad's upset because I gave his daughter sex toys or because he thought I'm giving him the sex toys. Do I reach out <laughs> to the dad to clear things up? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, I knew it. This is why I love it. I love when things happen to dads. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're we're missing a lot by not knowing the dad's age. Because <laughs> if he's like 65, that's different to if he's like 42. I don't know if it is, man. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, like, I, what do you do? You, you have to make this relationship even longer distance and run away. <laughs> yeah that's the thing you're in the best position because you are in fact long distance and there's going to be a part of him that doesn't want to hunt you down because he doesn't know if you sent it to him or her in fact maybe she doesn't either in fact i don't hey it's a freudian slip maybe you it is for sure maybe maybe there's a little something something deep inside you that wants to get a little dad thrust in Mm -hmm. yeah 
this is oh man i like i don't i never know what to answer on this question because like in my mind i know like i want to give like the proper you know podcast sex positive thing be like oh just explain you know reach out be like i'm sorry you know i i didn't mean that was meant to be a private gift between you and your daughter blah blah but it's like you can't do that you can't do it that's not something you can do in real life in lovely fake world podcast world where we give advice yeah that's exactly what you but you can't you can't talk to your partner's dad and be like sorry i accidentally sent you a fuck machine well guess what you know what's good he knows what it's for i'll bet it was pretty clear in the packaging so you don't need to explain that oh yeah no i don't think this i i think there's a reason why he's pissed it's not because he's like yeah you sent me a weird machine i think he knows what it is (laughs) yeah so like nothing needs to be explained there he knows what a fuck machine is maybe not beforehand but now he does he i assume can figure out that it's not for him so i think your part in this is done (laughs) you're good yeah unfortunately she's gonna have the worst christmas ever yeah, the burden is is on this poor woman who now has to like have breakfast with her sweet papa, who is now like heard a lot of whirring last night in the bedroom. <laughs> well, that's the good thing is like when you say, "Hey, don't come in." He's not. He's never going to come in. He's actually probably never going to walk into your room again, and that's good. That's a net win. I think he she might have a long distance relationship with her dad too, because I would. <laughs> he's probably, gonna, he's he's going to move out. Yeah. He, I would probably build a rocket ship in the backyard and just blast myself off into space. I would rewrap it and pretend I never found it. Yes. I, like, I don't understand these people. If I opened a gift and I knew that like we have very similar names, my daughter's in a long-distance relationship, and I opened a box and it's like the Fucktron Thrustmaster 3000, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, I definitely have to talk to her about this. It's like, what's there to say? You know, it's like, what do you, hey, here it is. How dare uh, you? Yeah. Also, like, did he, did he have to give it to her? Be like, well, here you go. But I am upset. But also, I guess, have a good night. Yeah. Is it just going to sit on, like, the garage shelf and be like, that's that's well, the shelf we don't talk about? The best part is she, he did ask many questions. I want to know more about that. What questions would you, hey, what is this? What do you, hey, well, what do, you do with it? does say Fuckmaster 3000, and there's not only a like an engine and a pole and a dildo on the top. So, Dad, figure it out. You know, like, okay. Is this there's for a, me? <laughs> maybe he's pissed because it wasn't for him. And for a second, yeah. he was really excited. Maybe he was fucking hype. I'm all for, you know, especially long distance, do what you got to do. Put your work in, for sure. But I can't imagine, like, I've, I assume this is one of those, like, battering ram situations right where it like thrusts in and out mm-hmm. or back and forth like on a horizontal plane yeah i can't I imagine those things are fucking quiet and i also imagine they're not small either so no. How do you this hide isn't exactly yeah this isn't exactly the most discreet gift so like i don't know I, I i just feel like this is bad planning on your part too i feel like if you're going to be sending sexy presents to your long distance girlfriend make sure you're not sending them like the equivalent of a fucking like Peloton bike, <laughs> right? Like, where are you going to put that? Like slide it under your bed and let it collect fucking dust bunnies before. Like, I don't want to have to dust or detail clean yeah. something every time I'm about to use it. Does it come in a little bag? Like, I don't know. But in my mind, also, the ones that I've seen big, pretty fucking big. Also, like you could have just bought a flight for that and actually fucked. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know how in the comments. People are saying at least 800 US dollars. And, like, 
I'm flying to Ireland for less than that. You know what I mean? But From Canada. So that's and one that's one night of thrusting. This gives her a lifetime of thrusting, presumably sure on the warranty. It's like a, a week of thrust. I but mean, also it doesn't piss off a dad, except for in normal ways. And you actually get to fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I again there's nothing I can say here. There's nothing. Okay, well, you just have to live in the the world where you hope that everyone becomes an adult real quick and it pretends this never happened. Yeah, I think the like the, to answer your questions, is he mad because he thinks I you sent him sex toys? I, I very much doubt it. Do you reach out? No, there's nothing to say. Everything you could say, he knows you could. Here's the only thing I think you should say. You should reach out to him and be like, hey, did you try it? I know you got Devonia's package, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I addressed it to you. Would you like one as well? Just leave it at that. That way he know, you cover all your bases. One, he knows it wasn't for him. So you got that off the table. Yeah. Two, now he doesn't feel left out. Now he doesn't feel left out. Now yep. if he wants one, if he's not, if he's, you know, and then three. He's freaked dad. If he's like, no, I don't want one. I'm upset that you sent it to my daughter. Be like, okay, but- you you opened it. I guess it was addressed to him. Yeah. See, if it true. wasn't if it wasn't addressed to him, you could just blackmail and be like, "Hey, that's a federal fucking crime." <laughs> Do you know how much trouble you can get in by opening someone else's mail? Yeah, like opening someone else's fuckmaster. That'll get you fucking blacklisted, dude. You're in so much trouble. I'm getting Joe on the phone right now. <laughs> yes, uh, my good friend, Mister Biden. <laughs> I have a federal criminal that I would like to alert you to. Uh, yeah, just, you know, I did not this, but I did accidentally like text someone's dad after I met them on a night out. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Hold on. You texted. I sent an Instagram message to their dad because when I looked up, I looked up their last name because it was very like they gave me their name. Yeah. They're like, add me on Instagram, whatever. So I fucking looked up their last name because it was very weird, very particular. And the first one that came up, it was Daniel versus Danielle. I was very drunk. So I just kind of hit it and was like, hey. Nice meeting you tonight. And then she didn't reply. And then I looked. I was like, whoop, (laughs) that does say Daniel and not Danielle. And then I messaged her and uh, never heard from, like, I heard from them, but I never had them say, hey, did you fucking kind of flirt with my dad a bit? Did you hit on my dad? I did hit on your dad, but maybe he never told. That's the thing. He's a sneaky freak dad because he liked it, but then he didn't tell her. So, And that's the way dad should be. That's the thing. And you know what? I will say that. He didn't go, hey. You were out last night. You met this fucking Irish degenerate, and now we're sending you Instagrams. He just went, okay, not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this again. He probably it probably happens all the fucking time. Yeah, it's like having a normal first name that's so similar to your daughter's, but then such a bizarre last name that it's the only like it must have only been the two of them that popped up. Here's the fucking advice: stop naming your kids exactly like you. That's true. That's true. That's your fucking fault. Like if I had a Nyla and then all of a sudden I got sex machines in the mail, it would probably be my fault. Yeah. If I like name my kid Diana or Dana, mm-hmm. like it's stupid. Don't do it. That's your fault. If you don't want to open up your daughter's fuck toys, don't name them the same thing. It's true. It's That's true. my advice. You fucked up, dad. You did. You fuck. Uh, ma- you're the fuck master 3000 because you fucked that situation up so hard. <laughs> you fuck mastered that situation up. <laughs> 
uh, that's going to do it. But before we leave, we're going to jump onto some online dating platforms, such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, to comb through some profiles, look for red flags, see what works, what doesn't work, an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. This person has no name, and that's probably for the best because on their Hinge profile, they say, a random fact I love is you can kill someone with over-the-counter potassium make and make it look like a heart attack if you inject it underneath their tongue. Love that energy. I am never going to date you because oh. I fear for my life. Hold on. Hold on one second. Yes, good friend, Mr. Biden. I have another <laughs> criminal for you. <laughs> Biden, we've got a two-for-one special. We got a fuck yeah. dad, and we got a murder girlfriend. Yeah, this is, this is a zero. This is zero. I don't like, I don't want to be murdered, please. Yeah, no, it's a zero. That's like, no, it's zero. Uh, this is Sam, 5'6", hockey player, final lover, current emo kid. Let's talk about our love-hate relationship with the Leafs. We'll eventually be one half of a dink power couple. If you don't what? know what that is, ask. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what it is, but it's it's all capitals. So I don't know if it's an acronym. I assume it's probably like some sort of like hockey family. Dink I believe lifestyle. it is a couple without children living together while both partners are receiving an income. Yeah, double income, no kids. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Sam. So you're going to be wealthy. You're going to maybe be able to afford a home. <laughs> maybe. Uh, At the very least, might be able to afford rent in 10 years. Maybe, yes. I saw an article that said by age, I think, 40, millennials should have saved, like I think, a million dollars to retire eventually. And I was just like, cool. Yeah. Who, who's doing got, that? Not, I got five nobody. more years to go and I'm about a million short. So if anyone's listening, we do have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and if a million of you join, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's like a seven. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to even eight. Uh, this is Maria. My gentleman, I'm announcing I'm looking for a man who can all capitals make me come proceed further M make me dinner or participate a, appreciate the little things I do for you. K, kiss me and explore slash do fun, sporty activities. E, eager to ask about my daily life, interests, and engage. M, marry me. fucking going through make me come as a... Yeah. Yeah. M, marry me or make me a sandwich. Well, E, endlessly adore me. C, capture my heart and soul. U, until death do us apart. M, make me come. I could be your Maria Quinn. And you could be my Joker. That's a terrible. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but that's a really, really bad relationship. Mm -hmm. Famously bad. Unless she's talking about the Joker missile launcher from Call of Duty. (laughs) In which case. Yeah. Wasn't it Harleen Quinzel or whatever? I assume it's because her name is Maria. Either way, it's not great. Overall, though, what do you think? Um, I think it's like the make me come thing is actually kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, but I don't know. There's a lot of like the endlessly adore me. Like, I understand that probably it, it's kind of like tongue in cheek. It's kind of whatever you're, you're stretching words to make it fit your, what are they called? Not acronyms. What's the name of that? Mm, something, <laughs> something. Um, I, but the thing is like anyone it's, it's like when people idolize, uh, what's that other, like really shitty couple that everyone's always like, we want that. But like anytime Shame, anyone, boy. uh, what? <laughs> you don't you haven't watched the show it's fine but like like anytime anyone especially harley quinn and joker i'm just like it's, it's the worst it's so bad famously bad there's yeah, whole movies weird. dedicated to it if you're a fan of harley quinn you should not like the joker yeah it's also just weird because like why would you make that 
you would either make that comparison, like either you don't know anything about it, so why are you making that comparison? Or you do know something about it, which is why you're making it, but you miss the point? Yeah. I would mark this a lot higher if the make me come like letters were more fun and more yes. like good because most of them are as you said cringy like endlessly adore me or very generic yeah i feel like you had a really good premise that just mm-hmm. like didn't really get pushed through so i'm gonna give it like a i'm gonna give it a five yeah i think five is there because ending on make me come hilarious good funny sexy i love it the boring letters takes it down and then the harley quinn joker thing not great so yeah yeah and you end up bland yeah this is rebecca Recently single, looking for casual dating and fun. No games or drama. Love travel, music, and new experiences. Creative, high energy, and positive thinker. I'd rather spend a day outside than on this app. Interested in meeting in person for a date. No expectations. P.S. Please don't ask me what I'm looking for on this site. I've clearly stated it above. Women aren't attracted to guys asking for sex with their handout. Got game? Hmm. This was a journey. Because it, it started pretty bland. Dipped into positive and then got kind of like weird at the end. See, I'm always like, I feel like the PS in this situation mm-hmm. was, in fact, added after the fact. Yeah. With, I, with responding to what she was getting from yeah, people. Which is why I'm hesitant to be turned off by it. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, it's still like, if people are doing that, just fucking, they've shown you their true colors and you can just cut them off. You don't need to make your profile weird and bitter. Also, that, what's got yes. game? Is it just like... I think she's saying that, like, she, she wants a little bit more than hmm, someone okay. being like, she wants someone who fuck. has game, who's not just like, yeah. yeah That's the thing. I it's she- like, I don't think you need to say that because if someone is going to do that, they're going to do it. And if they decide not to do it just because you put it in your profile, it's probably not the kind of person you want. Yes, I understand being frustrated with having to deal with the deluge, but I think you should also understand that putting that on the plate, being like, I'm looking for fun you're gonna get a deluge of idiots. Like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, like, like that's just modern dating in general, let alone when you've already, like, kind of opened the door a crack. So I would say to deal with this would be to get rid of the PS and reframe the rest of your profile, right? I think that's the way to do it is maybe get rid of the, like, looking for casual fun, Mm. Right. Because if that's what you want, that's fine. That's something you can dress at a later date once you've had a connection with someone, as opposed to putting it right out front, because you're going to get this torrent of, you know, the hot dogs to the face meme. So that would be I'm, I'm going to give this a six. I give it a five as well. I'm giving I'm, I'm leaning more positive on this one. Just I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling in a good mood today, but I think that's I think it's a six and I think it could be a lot more fun with a a little restructure. See, for me, it started very firmly in five territory and just as it started ticking up, the end was weird. So it just five. Um, This is blank. Single mom of a two year old. Never married. No sex before marriage belief. I want to hang out. Go for coffees, movies, walks. Wait, hold on. Single mom. Mm -hmm. Never married. Mm hmm. Firm believer of no sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. Now, now, hold on. Now, hold on. Let me let me just ponder this bad boy. Okay, maybe you weren't listening. I'll, I'll reread it. Single mom me- of a two-year-old, never yep. married, no mm-hmm. sex before marriage belief. I mm-hmm. want to hang out, go for coffees, movies, walks. It all makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I think we've I think we've got it here. We found Jesus. Yeah, that's the thing. This is how, like, you know the way there's any movie, there's always, like, 
that evil guy is like, you gotta get out there. I know he's been born. We gotta find him. This is how they find him. It's like, shit, this hinge enigma. You goofed it. You goofed it so hard. The agents of the anti-lord are moving in. The wise men are all going to get jacked. And I don't mean really muscly. I mean, they're going to steal their myrrh and shit. Oh, I fucking hope they get jacked. They're the ones who have to go save them. The wise men. Spelled W-Y-Z-E. No, because wise is like my utility provider and I hate them. So let's not do that. Let's not make them cool. That's going to do it for. Oh, I guess we have to rate this, right? Um, Mm -hmm. This is going to be a zero because you don't understand how things work or you're a hypocrite. <laughs> Maybe these changed their mind. They were like, tried it once, didn't go well, got a fucking I mean, two-year-old. Fair, yes. Like, honestly, if they said no more sex before marriage belief, I actually would really like this profile. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I think I'd find that very funny. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'm giving it a three, actually. I'm going to put it in three territory. Yeah, I'll give it a two. Uh, that's going to do it for us, friends. Thank you very much for listening. As now mentioned very briefly, we do have a Patreon. And because of your generous support, both of us have upgraded our setup a little bit. We've, oh, uh, we've, so gotten, nice. we've gotten some Can you new hear toys. the difference? I think you can probably hear the difference for sure. Just so you know, if you do support the show, if you do join the Patreon, and we highly recommend that you do, if you do enjoy it and you want to support us, you get a bonus episode every month called Pillow Talk, where we goof around a little bit, get loosey, get goosey. We do all the things you like, but... With a little less pressure, a little more chilled out. But all that money goes directly back into the show, either for stuff for the live shows. We're getting better gear, uh, advertising, uh, marketing stuff, and just like general general show boosting things. So every dime that you guys uh, give us through the Patreon goes right back into the show, which then benefits you because the show gets better and we do cooler things and we we do more live shows and we we get the chance to do other shows. And, you know, it, it frees up time and it allows us to a little bit more flexibility with what we can do with the show 100 so thank you for everybody and i think it was two days yesterday I think it was yesterday i posted a i did a post about the patreon and almost immediately somebody joined and i just want to say you know who you are thank you thank you fucking hero love it uh you ready for some bad sex writing you have to thank a boy after first I, after i thank josh eagle and the harvest seeds for their song paper stars are you ready yes this one's confusing but this is michelle hulebeck and the song, and the not the song, the novel is submission. Some man had been foolish enough to let his penis curl up for a nap in his pants or boxers. Two young women of varying race would alert him to the oversight, and this accomplished would stop at nothing until they liberated his organ from its temporary abode. They'd coax it out with the sluttiest kind of badinage, all in the spirit of friendship and feminine complicity. The penis would pass from one mouth to the other, tongues crossing paths like restless flocks of swallows in the somber skies above the Seine Marne, where they prepare to leave Europe for their winter migration. Sounds kind of nice. I don't understand how, <laughs> like the like, is am I being an idiot for letting my penis Wait, what? curl up, curl up in my pants you, right now? You're a fucking idiot! What, don't what, let it what's sleep my, there. What's my other option? <laughs> you gotta train it better. If it sleeps there once, it's always gonna want to sleep there. How to Train Your Trouser Dragon? <laughs> My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nospain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs>